This is the News in Brief from the United Nations. To mark the International Day of Education on the 24th of January and in solidarity with the women and girls of Afghanistan, the UN Educational, Scientific and Cultural Body, UNESCO, has decided to dedicate the special date to them. Taliban rulers have banned women and girls from going to class, even though it's a universal right that must be respected, said UNESCO Director General Audrey Azoulay. She maintained that the international community had the responsibility to ensure that the rights of Afghan girls and women were restored without delay. According to UNESCO, 80% or 2.5 million school-aged Afghan girls and young women are out of school after being denied access to secondary school and university. Because of the Taliban decrees, the UN body has said that it's adapted its work to support continuity of education in challenging circumstances. UNESCO said that it's trying to reach as many girls and women as possible and is working to provide distance education through Afghan media outlets, especially radio stations. The United Kingdom's plans to offer limited immunity from prosecution to those accused of crimes during Northern Ireland's troubles have been called into question by UN Rights Chief Volker Turk. The High Commissioner for Human Rights acknowledged on Thursday that addressing the violent legacy of intercommunal relations in Northern Ireland from the 1960s to the 90s was hugely complex and sensitive, but he warned against plans to give conditional immunity from investigation and prosecution to those accused of serious human rights violations and other international crimes other than sexual offences. Such an amendment to the Northern Ireland Troubles, Legacy and Reconciliation Bill would be incompatible with the UK's international human rights obligations, which calls for accountability, Mr Turk explained. In an appeal for the rights of victims, survivors and their families to be respected, the High Commissioner insisted that their search for justice and reparations were essential for reconciliation. The draft bill risked obstructing these rights, he said, also noting that the text had only been made public one week before it was due to be examined in the Upper House of Parliament. To South Africa, where it was confirmed on Thursday that top UN-appointed independent rights experts are taking part in a class-action suit against an international mining company accused of lead poisoning. According to the UN Human Rights Office, OHCHR, several rights experts who report to the UN Human Rights Council had sought to intervene in the case. It involves Anglo-American South Africa, which is accused of failing in its duty of care towards residents in the Zambian town of Cabway where it's alleged that women and children suffered harm because of exposure to lead pollution. Citing the UN Health Agency, WHO, the experts said that there's no level of exposure to lead that's known to be without harmful effects. They added that young children can suffer profound and permanent adverse health effects and disabilities, while pregnant women's exposure to lead can cause miscarriage and stillbirth. The experts also argued that Anglo-American acted contrary to its professed commitments to human rights in business after allegedly opposing the court's wish to consider the class action. The hearing continues. Daniel Johnson, UN News.